0: this podcast is brought to you by the trillium awakening teacher circle to find out more about how to grasp the means of your own awakening visit our website at www.trilliumawakening.org So I'll be speaking, saying some things about our, the subject of our, of our um, meditation today. And then a few minutes down the road, we'll, um, eyes closed, begin the process. And when you hear this, that'll mark the end of it. And we can take a, a guided slow process re-emerging as well. So uh, with respect to breath, a um, long time ago, way back in the 60s, uh, early days of my life, um, I can recall uh, when George Harrison was coming to the end of his life, he, um, actually it wasn't in the 60s of his life that, I misspoke. Anyway, at towards the end of his life, he was... Uh, sitting in bed and his friends were sitting around him and talking about, kind of bemoaning uh, what's about to occur. And he said, hey, hey, wait, guys. Uh, You know, the only difference between being alive and being dead is breathing. So you don't have to worry about me. And down through the ages, uh, breath breath has been uh, pretty much this kind of central definition of life. And it's also kind of central to the very felt sense of how it is to be in this realm, because when we're in the, in the depths of some experience, whether it's awe or fear or something else, we often find ourselves holding our breath. Right. And when something sudden and, uh, and surprising, we gasp when something is, pleasant and soothing, we sigh. And so breath is intimate to our individual life. And, um, the Latin word spire meaning breath is, is obviously the basis of respiration, but it extends into our life as well with words like inspire and aspire. And if something's coming to the end, expire. But it also also kind of extends into the flux of experience in our life with the word transpire. Or even collaboration or planning with the word conspire. And either of those last two, transpire and conspire, can sometimes make us perspire. So, uh breath and the movement of air is central to the experience of this life. And, uh, nearly all of our physiologic functionings in our body, uh, go on by themselves. They're what's called autonomic, which means they happen without any attention or actually often without any, even any awareness on our part, any cognizance of their process. And um, I said nearly all because there's, there's a few that are both autonomic and somatic, and breathing is one of them. And uh, in, in, in recent years, uh, there's research on breath, has revealed simple things that were known a long time ago in ancient civilizations like India, but is new to be confirmed physiologically that inhalation, while we're inhaling, heart rate starts to increase. And when we exhale, the heart rate starts to decrease. If we take a slow inhalation or exhalation, that's measurable. And it's also been known recently that the nose is composed of two things, cartilage, and as well erectile tissue just like what's in our genitals and that tissue continually is pulsing so that most of the air throws through one nostril or the other and it goes back and forth throughout this 24-hour cycle right left every 30 minutes to three hours it switches back and forth And this was known even a long time ago, probably, and somewhere between three and 800 BCE, uh, archeological excavations in Northern India and the Indus Valley places called Mohenjo-Daro and another one was in Harappa. Uh, There are mentions of energy channels in the body, two of which are associated with the nose, the pingala, starting with the light nostril and going out, traveling through the brain and then going all the way down the spinal cord is associated with Shiva, with the sun, with excitation and the Ida in the left nostril is associated with the moon and Shakti and ease and relaxation. And um, This has been confirmed by this more recent uh, research that when the right nostril is the predominant nostril, most of the air going through that one, heart rate is in general higher than the left and body temperature is higher. Blood pressure is higher. Cortisol levels are higher. And when most of the air is through the left nostril, the opposite is the case. And this is measurable and, distinguishable one from the other. But regardless of which is predominant, it's been discovered that slower breathing uh, corresponds to a parasympathetic response of the autonomic nervous system, parasympathetic being soothing and quieting and easing. And this quieter physiological Mm. functioning has been found to and this when I say has been found I mean is known to from ancient times have a inner correspondent that's easier access to the subtler and more open realms of consciousness so that's what we want to try to explore now So just as you are, you don't need to check your posture or shift in your seat. You can just slowly close your eyes and we can begin this inner quieter part of our exploration today. So just listen to the sound of my voice. And I want to start off by saying that successful meditation is often related to the effortlessness of the process. There's usually an object of meditation and Inevitably, at some point, um, you find yourself off of this object and thinking about something. And when you notice this, it's, that's a key moment in your process because what we need to do is recognize that moving from the object of meditation to that thought didn't take any effort, any attention. It just happened with no force at all. So once you notice you're off, we want to return with the same degree of effort, no judgment, no rushing, no force to return to this object of meditation, which in this case is gonna be our breath. And this, this moment of noticing that you're about to return to the sub, the object of meditation is a kind of a key moment and because each time this happens and it's allowed to move away from and back to without straining, you can become more conscious and more, aware of the whole process
1: of the movement of your attention.
0: So what I want you to do now is just let your attention settle down in front of your nose.
1: just notice air flowing in and flowing out. And you'll probably notice that
0: the air flowing in feels a little cooler than the air flowing out. is a little warmer.
1: And as you breathe in, I want you to let your belly relax. And as we move through this time,
0: with your attention just seated comfortably in front of your nose, your breath may speed up, slow down, get deeper, get shallower. Any of these things are fine. It doesn't
1: need to be a particular
0: pace or depth Just want to continue to gently have your attention consciously connecting with breathing.
1: However, that might show itself. It will just continue with that process.
0: Okay, so we want to take our time to reemerge quite slowly.
1: without any need to move anything. Just feel your body Okay, and now take a little bit deeper than a normal breath.
0: So now notice your extremities, what your hands are touching, what your
1: feet are touching. Just slightly move your fingers or your toes.
0: Okay, so, move your head a little bit. Still with eyes closed. And shift your position if it can make you more to wherever you're sitting. And whenever it feels comfortable, slowly and with your eyes downcast at first, you may slowly open your eyes. so often at the beginning earlier stages of a meditation career the pertinent question is how do I get this established how do I get into this and make it regular but with diligence it can just become a given in your life and just part of your daily routine. And later on, it's often more concerned with, okay, so how do I hang on to this that I just took a deep gulp of? How do I carry this into my life? And this slow emergence is how that can happen, most gracefully. to integrate the style of functioning of your nervous system in that silent transcendent field with movement and constraint in the subject object realm, a slow transition emergence is helpful. So I guess I would say in conclusion, My prayer for our morning to s- today is that um, each of these expanded hearts may continue to flow in that stream which brings joy to the waiting arms of those you touch. May we carry this out into the world from this place where we are together here. So I guess I would say that the floor is open for a comment or reflection or a word, if anyone feels, well, well, I'm not gonna call on anybody. Well, this will be like a Quaker meeting. If the spirit moves, there's something here to say. There was the border between letting go Of the known persona, the cracking up of of like, it's not believable anymore. Uh, Those fears that come up, the constriction of those fears. Yeah. And then the breath was, you know, the exhalation was letting go of that contraction, that knot. And in the inhalation, it was recognizing and embracing it, green lighting, if you like. Yeah, that was very, very profound. I mean, profound and, 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 and yet at the same time, natural. Okay, thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast from the Trillium Awakening Teacher Circle. The musical accompaniment is Awaken by Wayne Kington. To learn more about Wayne and his music, visit www.waynejosephkington.com.